Hey folks, we're sponsored this month by This One's For Mum. This One's For Mum is a festival, a fundraiser, and a celebration. Happening from November the 4th to November the 6th. It's happening at the Small Ballroom in Newcastle on November 4th. Blackwire Records in Sydney on November 5th. And on November 6th, it is at the Red Rattler Theatre in Marrickville. You'll be able to catch performances from the likes of Safe Hands, Sweater Season, Suburban Haze, Mowgli, and a stack more. For more information, head over to www.facebook.com slash thisonesformum. All proceeds from these shows will be going to supported accommodation and homelessness services for the Shoalhaven and Illawarra, and also for the Autism Spectrum of Australia. It's a celebration of live music as much as it is a celebration of life itself. And we would absolutely love to see you there because a lot of friends of the show will be playing and it's going to be a very, very awesome couple of days. Speaking of celebrating live music, we're also brought to you by Yours and Owls Music Festival happening next weekend at Stewart Park in Wollongong. It is going to be an absolute doozy. Who's going to be there? Well, I'm going to be there for one, but uh, you're not worried about me, nor the old man fashioning a kayak out of a log. You're probably more interested in the likes of Big Scary, the Jezebels, DMAs, Bleached, Totally Unicorn, the Heartaches, Hermitude, TK Mydza. Need I go on? There are so, so many fucking amazing acts playing across two days at Stewart Park in Wollongong. It is on the 1st and the 2nd of October, and tickets are almost gone. Yes, that's right, we are on the third and final release. There's probably less than 200 left. Probably even less, as I'm saying this, so please, 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 please get along to Radbar and Wollongong. They're selling them over the counter. You can also get them through Moshticks and through yoursandowls.com.au. Go, 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 go! And enjoy this week's episode. One and all, it is David James Young here for another week of All My Friends Are In Bar Bands. So, so cool to be back. I'm back from Melbourne, and uh, yes, indeed, I got some very, very cool chats in with a couple of stragglers from the Poison City Weekender, and you'll be hearing all about that in due time, along with some absolute corkers that we already have in the can. I'm so, so excited about this little... uh, a little archive that I've built up already. I can't wait to share these with you. So I'm not going to waste too much of your time. We are going to get into this week's episode very, very soon. It is with the lovely, lovely kids from Cub Sport. So Tim, Sam, Dan and Zoe uh, all got together uh, for a promo little run that they were doing back a couple of months ago before... Uh, their national completely sold out tour in support of their album. Massive, massive congrats to those guys for that. Absolutely monumental achievement uh, for a little band that is just doing big, big things at the moment. It's a great album and uh, the show itself in Sydney was really great as well. Uh, Especially, especially considering uh, Tim had uh, quite nearly lost his voice at that point and it was... Very, very close to being called off entirely, but thankfully they persevered, 
and they put on a remarkable show. So we recorded this one at the Warren View Hotel over a couple of drinks, and uh, the stories get flowing, and uh, it gets a little silly, and... Uh, You know, that's the kind of podcast that I like to do. Silly, fun, informative, and it's just a bit of banter, really. I I genuinely hope you enjoy this. If you haven't picked up the latest album from Cub Sport, it is called This Is Our Vice, and it is available now, and it is a very, very strong record. I strongly, strongly recommend checking that out. But before we get into that, a quick quick memo from our sponsors of course. Support for this podcast comes from Spit the Dummy Records, a DIY Sydney label bringing dead formats to the masses. A quick announcement that all of the pre-orders for the t-shirts, totes and tapes uh, for Nothing Rhymes With David's album, Things Work Out For People Like You, have all been sent out. Thank you so, so much uh, for getting behind that. Uh, sorry for the delays on that, but uh, we really hope you enjoy that. And uh, thank you again so, so much for your support. It is so, so very appreciated. Support also comes from Sad Girls Club, a collective of non-male music industry professionals getting non-male voices heard. A huge, 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 huge congratulations to Sad Girls Club, Melbourne, Sad Girls Fest at the Reverence Hotel on October the 1st is officially sold out. Bada bing, bada boom. No tickets left for that bad boy. Or bad girl. (laughs) Or bad thing. (laughs) It can be whatever you want to be and that is the joy. That is the absolute joy of it all, people. Oh my god, it is an unreal lineup. Camp Cope, Jala, Alex Leahy... I could go on and on and on, but you already know about that. Obviously, you bought the damn tickets. But we still have Sydney to sell out. So if you're on the fence, maybe, about heading along on the 8th of October at the factory floor in Sydney, I strongly, strongly recommend that you get around it. Code of Conduct are playing, and they are amazing. Bad Bitch Choir are playing, and they are amazing. The list goes on and on and on, and you can find out all about it at sadgirlsclub.com. That's S-A-D. G-R-R-R-L-S-C-L-U-B dot com. Last but certainly not least, support for all my friends are in bar bands comes from you. This comes up a lot, but I need to stress this. If every person that likes all my friends are in bar bands on Facebook donated $1, literally $1 a month, $12 a year, the costs that it takes to keep this podcast up and running on the servers and uh, the uh, distributing places online, including my website, including the host, including SoundCloud, etc, 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 then all of those fees would be sorted for the next two years. It's absolutely fucking crazy. Even the littlest bit goes a long way in helping to keep this podcast up and going. So, if you have gotten any enjoyment out of this podcast at all, I absolutely implore you. I would really, really, really appreciate the support. Even if you can't donate financially, that's completely fine. Maybe tell a friend about it. Uh, If you like the podcast, if you don't like the podcast, tell someone you don't like. And uh, if they, uh, you know, are adverse to you, maybe they'll like it out of spite. Or maybe... Maybe you both won't like it, and you'll have some common ground to walk upon, you know? See what we're doing here? We're kind of bringing people together. That's kind of the vibe that we're going for. So, whatever the case, rate, review, subscribe, uh, share this podcast around, and if you can, only if you can, I would absolutely love it if you could throw a couple of dollars, even even one dollar a month, like I said, 
into the tip jar that is Patreon. It would be so, so very appreciated. Uh, for more information, you can head over to patreon.com slash barbands. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash b-a-r-b-a-n-d-s. And hey, if you do it, I might not have to keep... <laughs> Talking about it at the start of every single goddamn episode. I know it pisses some people off, but you know, as the bird from Flintstones would say, it's a living! Alright, let's have a chat with Cub Sport. I'm David James Young, and all my friends are in bar bands. Today, I'd like to introduce you to my friends, Cub Sport. Hey, hey. Hello. That was beautiful. That was, <laughs> that was in stereo. I loved that. Spent a lot of time together. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you guys can finish each other's sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> uh, int- introduce yourselves. Go around the table. I'm Sam. Oh, sorry. I'm going to say what you do. I play keyboard in Cub <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tim, I sing and play keyboard and guitar. I'm Zoe, I play guitar and sing. I'm Dan and I play drums. Wonderful! It is Friday afternoon here in Sydney at the Warrenview Hotel. Uh, we have Cubsport up on very, very serious music industry business. As <laughs> Big per, business. As, yeah, as per usual, just a. As, as we were discussing off mic, a lot of a lot of promises of being a star, which is it, it, it's, it's a long time coming, I've got to say. But uh, you know, I, th- I think it's going to be worth it in the end when you guys are you know topping the charts and you know uh, winning your seventh aria and stuff like that. Cool. I look yeah. Forward to it. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Take it. Yeah. Exactly. I, I don't know. Like if the if the docker was being made, I'd say we'd be at a pretty crucial point in the in the in the Cubs sport history i think you know this is this is the big break moment you know where the crowds start getting bigger and stuff like that the shows start selling out you know this is the point in the katie perry movie where she's crying under the stage she comes up and she's smiling oh my god tim got divorced from russell brand (laughs) yeah we kept that quiet I got to see this lot recently uh, opening for the 1975, which we were talking about was utter fucking pandemonium. Um, that was just a weekend for you guys, yeah? Just yeah. Saturday and Sunday and then all Dunskis. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, you know, the the girth, I was, the girth of those shows was ridiculous. Yeah, like these it was massive, huge. The fucking boiler room from the big day out. That's what that, uh, in Sydney, that's what that used to be used as. Oh, really? Yeah, for real. So, the last time I was there, I was watching, like, CSS and Crystal Castles and LCD Sound System and shit like that. Oh, that's so good. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. It was crazy. What was that like to kind of have that that Beatlemania kind of scream? <laughs> it, was it, was it was ridiculous, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was really fun. Everyone was so nice. Yeah, how how were the 1975s people? Like uh, the the lead singer guys kind of got the the aloof rock star thing going on at the moment for him, but uh, I don't know if that's a that's just a show for the people or if they're actually, you know, trying to be aloof rock stars. <laughs> um, we didn't see too much of them. We chatted to them briefly backstage, and they were really lovely. And um, then Maddie came and sound checked a mic 
in the middle of our sound check and he tripped over one of Sam's leads and then patted him on the back and apologized. He was nice. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was good, but was apparently Maddie like hand picked us out to support them, so it's hey, pretty amazing. That's lovely. Yeah, yeah. nice. That's pretty great. Any reason why he had to mic check in the middle of your sound? Check? Oh, I think it like just arrived or something, and it was a new mic that he hadn't tried before. Oh, yeah. He's got one of those wireless dealies, doesn't he? Um, this was like one that had some like sort radio of radio mic. effect or something. Oh, bro. Right. Yeah, it sounded good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think you know you've made it once you got the headset. That's what we're aiming for. Yeah, it's on. I think I think the the headset so you can focus on your dance moves. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That that's key to again key to the success of this band coming soon. Yeah, coming soon. Headset mics for everyone. Maybe on the tour we're about to do. Maybe. Oh please! That we would do, be we don't want to let the cat out of the bag early. <laughs> Come to the show. See. <laughs> Um, so I met uh, most of you uh, for the first time uh, properly uh, when you guys did a tour with Andy Ball. Yeah. Uh, I think that was 2014. Um, how was that tour for you guys? Like that was that was a pretty cool time for you guys. Like the lineup had just changed, the name had properly just changed, and you know you guys were um, yeah working on the material that would become the This Is Our Vice record. So like, was that like a weird kind of transitional period where you kind of sort of just like in like phase three of this band now pretty much yeah well at that stage I think we had recorded yeah we had made the the record the album was done we were just like waiting for I guess the cogs to be in motion yeah Um, but it was a nice time for us to road test the songs and see what the response was and Mm. it was quite positive like people seemed to like the new material so it was fun Um, and it kind of filled a space when we were like just sitting around waiting so it was fun it's good and they are all super nice guys so it was a fun tour to go on and it's always nice to tour with nice people who are talented you know good musicians (laughs) big time big time yeah it was awesome yeah it was a good time so that was like 18 months before that record actually dropped that's a lot of red tape to cut through I think it was about 12 months yeah, that tour was April 2015 enough. and the record came out March 2016 yeah. 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 is that right? Yeah. Yeah. my timeline yeah. right? Yeah. it's a long oh, last yeah. time to wait yeah, yeah. you're telling us <laughs> yeah. all that matters is it's out now yeah exactly exactly in all good record stores so uh, mm. yeah <laughs> if you haven't got your copy why? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah that was where I kind of met the rest of you but Tim uh, we have a slightly longer history. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, his face is kind of slightly struck with fear. We were, <laughs> we were MySpace friends. Let's let's get that out in the open. About ten years ago, I think, mm-hmm. we were both in high school around the same time. I think we were both. Maybe maybe it was an operator please connection or something ridiculous oh, like something like that. You know, it was one of those like. It was a time in MySpace where everyone was just friends with everyone just because. You know, like we're so like just like. Don't be friends with me on Facebook. Like I don't know you, but back in the day, like when we were just starting out on social media, it's just like, hell yeah, I'll be friends with you. Like come on board, you know. And so that was that was it was like it was like the Pokemon thing. Now it's just like, oh, I've got like five hundred friends. Fuck off, I've got like eight hundred friends. <laughs> and one of them was 
little Timmy Nelson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was, I think, when you were first starting to properly start playing your own music at that point. I, the one thing I do remember vividly was you sending me uh, a video of your HSC performance, which was a solo piano rendition of Ponytail Parades by Emery. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember that. That was a banger. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> oh, dude! Like I listened to that a lot. Like I was just like, "This is really good, dude. You should, you should do your own stuff." And you're just like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm planning to. Like, I'm gonna start doing a band pretty soon." And here we are. Here we are. How many years later? I know. Right? <laughs> I almost don't want to think about how many years later. No, it makes me feel tired. <laughs> oh, you still, you still young. You know, we were so, we were babies back then. God, this was like 17, 18 years old. You know, like long long time back like uh tell us about like starting to play music for the first time like uh, away from just doing like hsc recitals and stuff like that like was that kind of always in the back of your head wanting to do original music yeah definitely yeah i guess when i started doing it i didn't really have a very good understanding of the industry or like what Ooh. i was even aiming for yeah yeah um, yeah but yeah it was good like we all started playing together um, pretty much as soon as we started like doing Tim Nelson shows or whatever. Yeah, and so sure. we've all like been in it from the beginning, and I think through all of the years and um, attempts and like figuring out what we want to do, we've kind of finally found ourselves in a place where we understand who we are as a band and yeah. what we want to be doing. And uh, yeah, I don't know it. It's been a pretty long journey, I guess, to get to this point, but yeah, it, it feels good. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I tend to start these by uh, kind of triggering the moment where the interest shifted uh, from music, like uh, not just being kind of something you were listening to on the radio or indeed streaming on MySpace or however you got into music and kind of where it transitioned to the point where you actually wanted to be playing music and... Uh, kind of, yeah, where you were just like, this is something I actually want to do, so uh, I don't know, uh, tell us about kind of how uh, music kind of factored into your life in that moment where it changed, like, was it always kind of part of your growing up and stuff? Yeah, well I started playing piano when I was like six or something, yeah, wow. I always did a Stedfords and that sort of thing for piano and then I started singing when I was around 14 and mm. then went in a school talent quest I think I entered in like four times in like four different sort of groups of I remember that. people and, kidding. and out of those four entries I won with one of them so that was good and yeah I don't know it's it's always been something that I wanted to do um, I guess it's always just been like finding the I don't know the right way to express what I want to do for it to I don't know for it to connect yeah yeah it. yeah what about you Zoe? well I can't really remember I guess I started playing in like grade 8 and then didn't really get serious about it until after school when I went to uni for music and stuff were you playing like guitar bass like what was your I started on guitar then I moved to bass and then drums and then back to bass oh so you can play every day pendulum swing yeah yeah exactly I um, was in about six bands for a while at one time putting all of my eggs in <laughs> many, many baskets, baskets. <laughs> many baskets that's a lot of baskets and, yeah so I'm just carrying one basket now. <laughs> <laughs> that's a beautiful beautiful analogy I love it I love it Dan what about you I can't oh. 
I don't know. I just there was instruments in my house growing up, and so were your parents musicians or? Yeah, my dad's a bass player, and like my older brother, like is a like he got a drum kit. So I just sort of started trying to teach myself how to play drums, and then like all of my siblings, all like we've all had piano lessons. Like that was like. Um, I don't know. It was just something you did if you grew up in my house. You went to piano lessons, like <laughs> you know. And... Did you hate piano lessons? Because piano lessons uh... have come up a lot in this podcast, <laughs> and everyone fucking hated them. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think like I stopped doing them after like maybe three years. I think I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. And now, like every day, I'm like, ah, oh, why did I why? do that? Yeah. I wish I could play piano much better than I can. Like I quit in grade two, and I regret it every day. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's move over to the the piano side over mm. here. This is this is the piano side. Yeah, yeah. These are the ones that suck the, the real piano musicians. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I refused to play music for ages. My brother was um, really good. He was he played a few instruments in the um, band orchestra, sorry, the primary school orchestra. Uh, sibling rivalry. Mm-hmm. And our music teacher for years has pushed and pushed and pushed and really wanted me to join. And I I just I don't know. I did want a bar of it. And then when I turned thirteen. <laughs> I don't know, it, all, all of a sudden, once I was allowed to choose for myself, it became much more appealing, so I just asked mum and dad if I could have piano lessons, and they said yes, and then, oh yeah, here we are. Perfect. Now, did you all kind of grow up in the same sort of area? You're all Brisbane kids originally? Mm, yeah. Mm, yeah. None of us really met until we were like, well, oh, these guys went to the same school, but I didn't really meet any of these guys until like we sort of just finished high school. Yeah, right. So different, uh, like different, like suburban areas yeah. of Brisbane. Yeah, yeah, all on yeah, the north side. Yeah, all on the northern suburbs. But separated by like two suburbs or something. Yeah. <laughs> Which when you're 13, it's like forever away. Different oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I can't ride. I can't <laughs> a, ride my bike that yeah. far. <laughs> that's a long distance relationship. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so where does the where do you two kind of come into uh, meeting one another? Like, was uh, that just Tim and I were in the same grade? At, at the same school. Yeah, and right, right. was in the grade below us at the same school. Okay. My we first were memory. in some choirs together yeah. and stuff. Oh. musicals together. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. what kind of musicals are we talking about? Oh, plenty of music. <laughs> yeah, the, the school musical that we were, all in. we were all in was Les Mis. Nice. Sam was Javert, I was Marius, and Zoe was, was a revolutionary. revolutionary. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't Still make the And I went and saw it. Oh, really? Yep. I was, I had never met Sam. And I remember I walked out and I said to people, I was like, I don't know who that guy is. But I was like, he, Tim wasn't in this cast, I'll yeah, say. There were two casts. There were two casts. And Sam, right. Sam was in a different one. And I said, I don't know who that guy is, but he is streets better than anyone else up there. And I was up there, to, I was up there watching some of my other good friends who were in it. <laughs> I was like, that guy is so much better than you guys. A lame is rehearsal when I first heard Sam singing Stars. It's the first time I ever got goosebumps listening to someone sing or anything. I remember just being like, holy shit. So, yeah. And, and now look at us. Yeah, exactly. Getting goosebumps all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, that's so beautiful. Now we take it all for granted. <laughs> Shut up, Sam. I want to hear you. I don't want to hear me. <laughs> so, um, was high school um, like where you all played live for the first time? Is that a kind of similar run of the game? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, high school. 
pretty much with yeah. the church, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, church as well. Yeah. yeah. It was all connected. It was a church and a school all in one. And we went to both and played in bands and church and schools. So ah, Catholic cool. school survivors. It's Pentecostal. Pentecostal. Oh, Pentecostal. <laughs> so we're talking rock concerts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've been rock singers for mission. a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god! So what are we talking? A bit of Jesus Christ Superstar action, or uh, oh, that's a good musical. Yeah, yeah. that's a fantastic oh, yeah. musical. Yeah. Oh yeah, this um, is like um, Hillsong kind of. Oh, kind of also like Planet, Planet Shakers. Shakers. <laughs> there was like um, I remember, if you're done with my G. Oh no, that was Reggie Dance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Let's yeah. not even get into it. <laughs> anyway. No, P- no POD on the. Uh, um, on the yeah, I've never listened to that. Switch Christian bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. News I really never knew that. Yeah, that POD band was a Christian band. Yeah. True story. You, oh. yeah. Go back, like, go back and read some of those lyrics. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> they were like chart toppers though. Right? Yeah, they were everywhere for a, a while. Not, not so much anymore. <laughs> <laughs> really? I think, think the lead singer cut his dreads and just was just like, I'm done. <laughs> cut him ties. Yeah. yeah, quite literally. Quite literally. <laughs> um, so, uh, so you started playing um, like under your own name to start off with. Mm. Um, and were you just looking around for other musicians in the area? Like, Yeah, I just... I wanted, I guess, people who could play other instruments and... The, I knew that all of these guys could, and so yeah, just got in touch with them, and the rest is history. Yeah, wow. That so was the last resort, though. Yeah, the, the, Zoe was my second choice. I asked someone else, and he wasn't free, and so I messaged Zoe. And but she it was, was it, like before it was even a like there was anything like yeah. you just you just did some recordings, wasn't that? How, yeah. Like there was no shows or anything. Tim just wanted to record some music that he had written. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's. Isn't that, how that was like the start of it. Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah. And then when it came time, because I asked Dan to play drums on those initial Tim Nelson recordings. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, yeah, then it came time to, I guess, play some shows. I dropped like the the CD of the recordings around to. We drove around mm-hmm. Brisbane dropping it off at like every single venue. And I think like one place got back to us. And so I like quickly scrambled and got people to play. At the hive. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Still not going, I'm assuming. <laughs> uh, I don't think so. It's just a PCYC now. Yeah. Yeah. Still Strictly. putting on shows like the Tim Nelson show from whatever year that was. Is a deep sea. That's yeah. a great name, though. You should have changed your name to the Tim Nelson show. <laughs> it's not too late. That's what's going to happen afterwards when the musical yeah. of this story comes oh, out. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the right. Tim Nelson show. I That's what the big business is about, the musical. <laughs> so it's all our roots. Exactly, exactly. So full, full circle. Yeah. And so that this show was the first Tim Nelson and the Cub Scouts show. Oh no, that came later on. I think that was like yeah, a couple months later or something. Yeah. Like. Another, and so you were all in that as well, yeah. 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 Mm. And there was two other people. Yeah. Yeah. At that yeah. Time. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, Did you forget? I was like, who are these other people? Yeah. Like, racking my brain. <laughs> the sixth man in the fire. <laughs> sixth woman in the fire. Thank Sorry. you. Sorry. <laughs> or like that fifth wiggle that no one remembers. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting weird. <laughs> 
yeah. I love that you legitimately forgot though. That's great. Yeah, it's that, it's that, your band, dude. That feels like a different band though to me. It's like like different. I'm very like, old and tired. Oh, now. Money. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like good. I I feel like that was all us kind of finding our feet and like I guess just getting a grasp of what we even wanted to do mm. and then when we kind of had a better understanding of what we were aiming for and what we wanted to achieve yeah we um recorded the first Cub Scouts EP and mm. then that, that that's when you dropped the ego that's 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 <laughs> yeah. when Tim Nelson and the uh, we took we it realized that everyone hates Tim Nelson get Tim Nelson out of the name <laughs> yeah so then that's, so we started Cub Scouts at the end of 2011, released Eevee. Yeah, and, I remember um, that, yeah. Yeah, and we were pretty fortunate with that single release. Like, it, it went pretty well for, I guess, the first single for, like, a new project as mm, Cub Scouts. Sure, yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like that's kind of what I consider the start of this band. Yeah, yeah. sure. Because that's well, when it went from being, were... like, my, like, attempts at, like, trying to pull something together to like we were like a band putting out something that we actually believed in yeah 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 I think also like you had written a bunch of songs and we were all like we need to do this properly these are good songs mm. like mm. I don't know maybe prior we hadn't thought that I yeah. don't know yeah no. I hadn't thought that <laughs> yeah I think we were all like this needs to be like recorded properly yeah, yeah, and yeah. things like that not you yeah. know so yeah. <laughs> Was like is that, is that first EP like I don't know like na- like looking at naked baby photos or something like that? Just like I'll oh, put it away, put it away. The first Cub Scouts EP. Yeah, yeah. No, no I really I like, like it. it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it was a pretty strong EP. I like the first one better than the second one. To yeah, be honest. same. Then, what do you think went wrong with the second one then? I think that we were a bit less. I don't know. We were kind of a bit more blasé about it, kind of. We were a bit more laid back about all the decision making and kind of just let it happen. Mm. Um, whereas with the first EP and with our album, we were very um, like hands on and. I think we thought about it just more. Like mm. it was just more thought also put into more like how it would be to ourselves. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. We just thought about how it would be perceived and like I know we like agonized over like track listings and things mm. like that. You know, yeah, we'd yeah. all listen to those releases where I think that one I, I don't even recall like listening to that I was kind of like oh it's those six songs are on there okay <laughs> like mm. I, I, I don't know that's what that time felt like it was also like I think a very busy time because that came out basically 12 months after the first one right sure yeah if that yeah. 10 months maybe yeah, yeah. Less. the first EP came, came out, out yeah it was the end of the Told You So EP came out at like the end of 2012 yeah, and then yeah. we had the next EP coming out when we did Splendor in like July yeah yeah. so it was like yeah, 9, 10 months yeah, later big turnaround yeah. and um, I think it was just, we were just flat out in that period as well like sure. we, we just I think we did a lot of like touring and a lot of playing and yeah I mean, so there yeah. wasn't I don't know whereas in the first one we sort of no one else was involved at that point yeah. we were just like how are we gonna put this thing out yeah yeah <laughs> I've spoken to a lot of people from from Brisbane, like just uh, through you know various connections and stuff like that. And there's definitely like kind of a love hate relationship kind of going on with it. Like it's either a scene that they're, you know, constantly trying to be a part of, or it's something they're trying to break away from entirely once they've, you know, spent too much time playing like in within Brisbane. You know, it's just just like 
it was what was it like for you guys because you guys are slightly younger than some of the people that I've spoken to like was it kind of a thing where you were just like okay we've played here here and here let's get the fuck out of here I don't know I feel like at the start I like I personally didn't know anyone in the music Brisbane scene yeah yeah and the Brisbane know. music scene um, <laughs> and yeah, I, I feel like we weren't really a part of that at the start. And, and I it, think breaking out of that kind of happened naturally. Like, we got on some tours and... I think, yeah, we... Like, uh, when we put the Cub Scouts EP, or, like, when Evie started getting played, yeah. like, when that song was released, people yeah. just started asking us to come play, like, straight interstate straight yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. Like, it just happened straight away. Like, I feel like we maybe played one or two shows in Brisbane after we put the first like after Evie came out and then we basically like it's been a pretty like national approach I guess yeah 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 I remember seeing you with like Millions Mm, I think uh, and Pluto Jones as well yeah Yeah. that was our first ever tour yeah and then we went on the ballpark tour after the Pluto Jones one which was like one of the most extensive tours we've probably still ever done in Australia Yeah, yeah yeah maybe only rivaled by the Sasquatch tour that we did recently yeah yeah yeah. so what were those experiences like kind of getting to see as much of australia as possible with it with other bands in tow it was 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 great yeah it was amazing like the ballpark one was cool because we were going to places where i guess none of us have ever been like yeah yeah yeah, like i'd never been to tasmania for anything and we went there and played and mm, it was really cool went to us yeah western australia and then with sasquatch we did like heaps of Regional, regional shows and that were awesome. Got to go to Tasmania again. Yeah, yeah. went to Love like Tasmania. Yeah, like regional Queensland, uh, New South Wales shows. Like yeah, sure. Bellingen and yeah, Katoomba. Katoomba. Yeah, Katoomba. Blue up mountains. In the mountains. Yeah, 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 that was cool. That was the night our album came out. We yeah. played a show up there. Yeah, hey. it was fun. It's our album release night. That's wonderful. Yeah, it was really fun. Where did the have you guys kind of made any kind of international kind of uh, ways in yet, or is that something that's kind of in the in the works for the future? We've yeah, we've three international. Well, maybe more. Four. Yeah, we just got back about five weeks ago from two months overseas. We oh, did, cool. Um, UK, Europe, America, and Canada. That's a lot to fit in two months. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Long. We drove... The, the America portion was the biggest. It was about four weeks, roughly, three and a half weeks. And we drove from New York across to LA and up to Vancouver, so full cross-country. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with, like, some zigzags up and down along the way. We did wild. 17 shows in 23, <laughs> three days. 23 days while oh, we were in the no. U.S., Road dogs, I'm loving it. Mm-hmm. So what was that? What was that like? Like, it, Not obviously, for the that, 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 yeah, I can imagine. Like, especially considering you know that's like the furthest you can probably get from being home. You know, mm, yeah. Oh, it was, it was, was amazing. Cool. But it was, like, it was just the four of us in a van with like, all of our gear and. Oh, you didn't have a TM or anything? It was nah, just you? It was oh. just us. Ran the show ourselves. <laughs> the lunatics have taken over the asylum, is <laughs> yeah, yeah, it probably was a bit like that. No, it was good fun, though. Like, yeah. yeah, that's good. We played with the Monsters and Men for one of the shows. Oh, cool. It was like a mix of club nights, headline shows, and support slots and that sort of thing. And, yeah, so we got to play a lot of different kinds of shows, and... Yeah, I, I think it was really good for us, um, I guess, developing the live show, and mm. yeah, I don't know, I feel like we grew a lot as a band in that yeah. time too. 
you don't really get the opportunity to do yeah like 17 shows in 23 days in Australia it's just not possible yeah like, for sure you can barely play 17 shows across Australia yeah yeah 100% and if you're playing on a Monday night like in yeah. Brisbane no one's gonna come no. whereas no we, we could play like a Monday night in Chicago and there's people there there's yeah. just so many people there that that's possible there yeah yeah so it's really cool it's yeah really, for sure yeah I think you know you've made it when you get people on your Facebook page asking you to come to Brazil. Yeah, yeah it's weird. It's a common one. Yeah. Is that in the works? Is that going to happen? I'd love to. Oh, love to yeah. <laughs> That'd be. A, well, we haven't. We haven't been to the been to South America. No. Mm. Maybe that's to. next. Hmm. We'll attack that on next yeah. time we go to North America. Why not? Why not? World of opportunity. Leave it until the end. Yeah. Happens. <laughs> yeah. World of opportunity. It man. seems really safe there too. Like there's been lots of good coverage about them <laughs> lately with the Olympics. Yeah. I'd love to have thousands of dollars of gear there getting held up at gunpoint. Dark. Yeah. Yeah, that's gonna be a dark point of the documentary. <laughs> you need you need that like what do they call it? <laughs> the bell curve in the yeah, yeah, the yeah. bell curve, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's kind of a low point and then we'll rise again from the ashes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there's this massive uh, tour coming up, like a bunch of shows selling out, congratulations. Thanks. Yeah, which is absolutely awesome. Like it's so cool to see kind of the evolution progression of the band and you know like you guys were saying like you've had a chance to adapt the live show more like so you moved over to guitar and you know like Tim you're playing guitar more now as well like uh, do you feel like you've kind of got something where you know like after you said so many years of kind of indecision like is this the right thing like what do we do here or you know the various lineup changes and stuff like that do you feel like you're onto something now do you feel like it's kind of properly getting the momentum like after all this time yeah I feel like it's like at a really genuine place now Mm, like mm. I feel like this is very much us and so yeah it just it feels more natural and yeah yeah, I don't know. It just it feels right, I guess. And so yeah, it's exciting. Fucking a. Well, uh, that is that that's a that is a beautiful beautiful note to end on. Uh, so we'll wrap up here. But before we do that, I ask this of all of my guests, and I'm gonna just throw this one out to you and leave you with it. I want to know about the best and worst shows that you guys have ever played. Oh, worst one is easy. Oh, here we go. <laughs> that was at the start of. That was quick. <laughs> well, yeah. I can't think of. It's, I it know the worst. Well, it was oh, the you... first show we played last year. It was yeah. a university event for an O week party type thing. And it right, was just, right, okay. Ah, not fun. It was just a <laughs> bad vibe. First show I was ever playing guitar for, and I like dropped yeah. the guitar. And we played a bunch of new songs, and it was. And it was just a yeah, weird vibe. Like a really low tent yeah. and like hot. Yeah. yeah, just not fun. And the contenders for best show, there like, oh, are different so reasons why different shows would be the best. <coughs> we played a show in Salt Lake City on this last tour, oh. and it was literally to maybe, I don't know, 20 people. But everyone who was there, it was know, maybe 7 o'clock at night. and A Monday. On a Monday. 7 o'clock on a and, like, Monday? And blazing sunlight. It was like, like 40 it wasn't, degrees. Yeah. Jesus. It wasn't dark for hours and hours. But everyone was there like, to see us, and they were singing along. People had driven... One group of people had driven uh, for four hours, another had driven for two or three hours. And it was just, I don't know, it was really cool and uh, like fun to meet everyone. Yeah. And then uh, the agent had warned us. He's like, this Salt Lake City show might be a bit weird, but you're going to be passing through, so you may as well do it anyway. And yeah, so we were ready for 
and he's, yeah, to be playing to like an empty tin shed or whatever it was gonna be. Yeah. But yeah, there were people there, were like singing along and dancing, and we got to meet everyone after, and it was just yeah, it was so nice. I think the 1975 shows were the best. Yeah, that's the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. 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 That and... Oh, he did the Monsters and Men support. That was cool. And, like, Splendor in the Grass. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that that the main stage you guys were on? We were on G.W. McLennan. Oh, yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. Yeah, no. Lots of good I know, we've had lots of good ones. Like, the 1975 is obviously the most recent ones, and I think they're the the biggest crowds we've ever played in front of. Mm, sure. But... Yeah, I think these upcoming shows might be the best shows we've ever done. Yeah, yeah. I'm super yeah, excited. excited. We've yeah. never like sold out shows. Well, I think we've sold out one show ever before this, and it was like the day before the show. Like these ones sold out like a month in advance. It's yeah, insane. So I think that they're going to be pretty nice audiences. For sure, for sure. Uh, The album is This Is Our Vice. As we mentioned, you can pick it up at any good goddamn record store. Uh, Kids, is there anything that you would like to plug or anything that you would like to add before we get out of here? Uh, I think think we covered absolutely everything. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's it. Guys, thank you so, so much. This has been so much fun. Thank you. I'm David James Young, and all my friends are fun. This has been a David James Young Writes production. For more information, visit davidjamesyoung.com.